Saturday, always very happy about it. So <laughs> I guess that's a, that's a blast. And uh, I think I, I am very grateful for that. Yeah, it must be um, not difficult, but it must be interesting for the different personalities and different bands and different um, artists that need something. Each one of them needs something different. And you come in and present them with something that fits their their sound and their their mold. I mean, you to do that is is you know, pretty amazing. Um, do you ever find that you you get a, like a block where you can't really uh, you have to take some time to uh, you know go back and kind of rediscover what that artist is really about, or does everything just come smooth for you? Well, you know, it it, it depends. Sometimes it's very natural. Sometimes I need you know some time to let you know to let it sit and uh, and let it sink and. And I gotta, you know, get into the right mood. Uh, and but generally, once I start, I'm, you know, in that mode, and I keep writing until we're done. Uh, there are there are artists that I am very very familiar with, also lyrically, so that I know that what what I can write or can't write, so that it's natural for them to to sing about a theme or so. And there are others that I got to do a little bit more more work. Like when I wrote for um, for Sandbomb, it was my first time writing Christian lyrics for Michael Sweet, mm-hmm. and uh, that that took me you know a few days to because I wanted to talk about the Revelation book, so I had to go back to the Bible and study. <laughs> The Revelation book, so that it could uh, that I could write lyrics that made sense and could, you know, stand uh, <clears throat> at the right place for for Michael to sing. Right, right. Oh, it's 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 pretty amazing. Um, the album that you're, you're promoting, Edge of Forever uh, Band, uh, and the album Seminole. What um, inspired you? As far are you a fan of uh, or a student of Native American culture? Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I've been uh, I've been studying the American uh, the Native American culture for almost all of my life. I started when I was a kid. I was always inspired by their vision of uh, this great bond that we have with, uh, with the universe and everything that's around us. Uh, I I also have I have a tattoo that says Mitakuyo uh, Yasin, which means all my relations and everything is related and um, uh, I really liked the respect for the circle of life and the circle of whatever happens in our nature and in the world and Mother Earth. So um, yeah, I've, I've always been um, inspired by their uh, deep knowledge of life and the world and their you know, balance and the balance of life. And uh, uh, Seminole, basically, uh, uh, the idea came up because I was living in Florida. I've been living in Florida for three years before the pandemic, and that is the land of the Seminole. And that's how it all started when I started to write the the album. And uh, uh, the Seminole uh, uh, Nation was the example of resilience and resistance against their enemies, and they, but they also fought for the minorities because they have uh, slaves coming from the north, and uh, 
Uh, so I, I think that was a, a very big lesson to, to, to talk about and to learn from for nowadays for the world we're living in because, you know, if we should really learn from history, uh, sometimes history is just very close to us and we can just uh, see what other uh, cultures have done and not just go doing doing repetitions on our mistakes. And uh, and that's the main goal of Seminole, you know, talking about adversities and the way we can face them and challenge our, uh, you know, whatever comes at us because we cannot control that. We cannot control what, you know, the weather, weather is going to be, what the world is going to say and do to us, but we can control the way we react. So the album is about, talks about you know, this uh, seminal warrior that's facing adversities but with uh, great dignity and with uh, you know the uh, surrendering to the fact that the only thing he can control is the way he faces adversities with uh, a positive attitude and a uh, you know, strong uh, 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 mindset into turning everything that, that comes to us uh, into positive. Yeah, very good. I mean, it's uh, my favorite tracks are going to be uh, "Get Up on Feet Again," or "Get Up Your Feet Again," and "Made It Through." But I also enjoy, very much enjoy the um, seminal ending songs, uh, especially number twelve. Even though it was more of a mellow, um, and at the end you, you have uh, almost like a Native American flute type of whistle type of thing going on there and uh it, it very much wraps up the whole album but i have a feeling and i have a that it, maybe you have more that you want to want to go on do you have like a plans for like a follow-up album to this maybe because it almost seems like a concept album about the seminal yeah, world yeah it's a concept album and uh you know my idea for our next album even if it's just you know you not in my mind because we're you know obviously we, a new album coming up, we haven't started working on that, but my idea is to, uh, you know, to, to create a link between, especially our uh, last album, Native Soul, with Seminole, and then with our next album, in uh, creating, you know, this, uh, this message, this universal message that, you know, that that it's basically what religions or philosophies should do to to make unity between the different cultures. Because what we see today, it's all it's all divided. Believing religion today, even more than ever, and um, and in Indonesia, that's when we're weak, and it's always been like that. It's when we all get together, no matter our culture, religion, race, whatever you want to want to take it from, or if we get together, we're strong. Right. And and we could be stronger if we if we learned that unity is the key. But it's easier to, it's easier to be divided because you just stick to everybody that that thinking the same way as you think, acting the same way as you act. And that's easier, but you know the the Seminole Nation really, really made something special to me. 
like you know saving those slaves and um, mm -hmm. hiding them in their you know in their land and um, and but still fighting very proudly and strongly against their enemies and uh, you know and and taking also defeat with uh, a great dignity even if uh, you know it's uh, it's tough. But sometimes your enemy is bigger than yourself, and you have to surrender to the fact that you cannot control how big your enemy can be, and sometimes it's bigger. But that is a metaphor of life. You can, you know, you can use that that metaphor, you know, for for anything that happens, like you know, cancer. It's gonna be, you know, if it beats you, it's it was unfortunately bigger than yourself. But if you Live it with uh, dignity, and you you love life up to the end, and you really are grateful for for being alive until your last breath. That's uh that's where the magic of life is. It's not about the glamour and you know the success or whatever optional you wanna you wanna find in life. The, the true core of life is just living with dignity every day because we gotta be grateful for being alive and being on this place and trying to make something good out of it. It's tough. It's tough nowadays. It's tougher than than ever before because we live in this world of emptiness and optionals and devices that are you know just taking us away from the real life. But uh, but it's uh it's something that that gotta connect to again because you know life is just you know getting up breathing eating getting you know doing something that's good for us and good for the human community and you know get to work that is what it's always been and that it's what it should be today even more than ever because obviously in the world of optionals we can get depressed and get anxiety from losing you know those those benefits that we have, and that's what the pandemic really taught us. You know, we were so used to live in our world of you know traveling all around the world and you know getting connected to anyone, and then out of the blue, one day after another, you know, we all fell down, and it it didn't matter if we were if you were Paul McCartney or Alessandro Levecchio, your our world fell apart. And the, the true secret of happiness is, you know, accepting that it can happen. So you got, you better be grateful for enjoying what you have when you have it, and just live to the to the full. And that's the lesson that I hope that I can uh, can I can send to the world and to the universe with uh, our new album, Sentinel. Right, right. Well, I mean, it's 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 a very positive and up. up lifting uh, album and your know, philosophy is certainly something that the world needs. I mean, we went to uh, Sweden Rock in 2019 uh, before all this pandemic, and, and I would have loved to have gone last year, but canceled. Uh, this year, probably not going to be able to make it. Um, it's just the pandemic has really thrown everybody into like a, you know, everyone's office. It seems like everything's out of place. Um, so we really need music and people with your type of philosophy to kind of bring people back to together. Everyone's kind of going off the rails. Um, maybe they've been locked away for too long. I don't know. But it just, just seems like there's a lot of um, angst 
you know, in the world. They really, yeah. they really need music. They really need live performances. I know that. And I know a lot of bands that are uh, suffering. You know, they're not they're barely holding on. Um, and even some of the bigger bands, I mean, they're, they're losing money every time they don't play, you know. Uh, so I, you know, do appreciate the fact that you're creating music that brings a positive response rather than a, you know, negative or let's stay divided or, you know. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, uh, when I open social media every day and, you know, I'm, I, unfortunately, I'm, I'm locked as anybody else in this world we need. You know, I don't know if we really need social media, but today, for the world we're living in, we need social media, especially musicians. We need, to, we need it because we need to get, you know, closer to our friends and, and, and promote our music to our fans. But when you open uh, social media, the, 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 if you scroll down, it's all negative. Yeah. Every day, it's all about, you know, it, it's, it's very easy to instinctively, instinctively go towards the negative mm -hmm. because it's easier to go, oh, I don't have gigs anymore, my life is done. And, and you know, and, and then the powers above, the, you know, the people that are in the governments and and they are ruling the world, they want us weak, unfortunately, because that's, it's easier to manipulate division with negative instead of leading with peace, peace and love. I mean, uh, think about Gandhi. I mean, he's been, he's been promoting peace through war all his life. But he never surrendered to accusing, to you know, getting negative, or uh, getting into the same war tactic as his enemies. And that is a big lesson for me for, that everybody should just realize that even if we're if we wake up in a bad mood and we just talk about how bad the pandemic and the, you know, we can get into any conspiracy. But at the end of the day, our mood only changed our own little life. Right. It didn't change the whole world, and it changed our life and our, uh, our family's life, and it only made it worse. So we might better you know, try to forget about it and just try to do something positive because that's going to affect at least in a, in a positive way and with good intention or little or big community and you know musicians in my opinion have a, have a very high responsibility because our communities are spread and every time we talk we're not just talking to our friends or our family or relations we're talking to a wider audience and we can really shift their their views in a good or bad way and in my opinion we should you know always plant a seed instead of you know fueling a fire right. so i i decided to stay on the other side of the barricade hopefully it's gonna work we will never know well i mean i'm uh, i'm sure i mean you probably don't really get our feedback as far as what your music does um 
to people to bring th things to their lives. I mean, maybe uh, playing live, you might get that feedback from a fan that comes up, but in general, when musicians release material, they don't really get that feedback. You know, like this song touched me, or this song saved my life, or, you know, those things. But I I would imagine that a positive spin on the music, that's that's happening. So you should, um, sorry. Um, you should feel, you know, great that you've created music that's positive, on the positive side of the barricade, rather than the other side. Um, one of the other questions I had for you is, do you, like, even with this, this album, uh, how do you rehearse? For tours, do you, do you, does everyone live in the same area? I don't think your musicians do. Well, right? we live, yeah, we live like in, a, you know, like 180, 100 miles from each other, so we're very close. And we, when we have gigs, we rehearse in the weeks prior. Um, and uh, also for you know the album and stuff, we always get together. And uh, it's uh, you know. I'm very lucky and very grateful that I have great musicians mm. so close to me and we were able to create such a bond. And, uh, yeah, and hopefully we will, we will be able to tour. I mean, Europe has become, uh, you know, a locked place again. So we don't know what's going to happen. We have a tour. You know, we have tours and gigs in line. We just got to wait and see. But uh, in my opinion, as they came, even if they're canceled, they will get back again. So, yeah. You know, well, I'm just waiting. I, I cannot wait to play these songs live. That's for sure. I think that once things are over uh, with lockdowns and pandemic, I think a lot of the bands that are just kind of waiting to get out there, I think the, the amount of music and the amount of energy that's going to come back to you from the audience is going to be probably something we've you know never really experienced. Um, yeah, when uh, we with Edge of Forever we had a show in July last year, and I couldn't, you know, I couldn't express my gratitude to be on stage again after a year and a half. Yeah. But also the energy that we got from people. It's not just it wasn't just about us being on stage again and be able to be ourselves again. It was the joy that we could bring to people, mm. and uh, and you know and. You know, and also we had uh, four shows with Heart Lion in the UK in November, and one in Italy. And you know, that, that it's impossible to describe the exchange of energy that we had because we've been we've been home for two years. I mean, now it's two years, and especially Edge of Forever for Native Soul for our last record, we were about to go on tour a week after the lockdowns. So we lost those gigs, and we had a tour with uh, Harold Scarum, and then we had festivals to play, and everything was canceled. We moved everything to 2021, almost sure that we could do it, but then it was canceled again. So the energy and the love and the passion that went into <laughs> those gigs was yeah. almost impossible to compare to any other concert. Yeah. Uh, I, hopefully things will improve and, and maybe you guys will get a chance to tour the states at some point. Um, yeah, would be you know, we're we're dying for music here. Um, bands keep canceling and uh, yeah, it's not good. But hopefully it gets better. Um, before I, I wrap it up, I do want to say that the 
seminal history that you, you studied uh, touches me because I'm half Native American. Um, not Seminole, I'm Iroquois. Um, so my, my father was full blooded and uh, I'm not was Italian, but you know, so I've got like the whitest Indian you'll ever meet, but uh, I do have a history, you know, Native American history. So I, I appreciate what you, you say in these lyrics. They touch uh, someone who's, who's Native. Um, Thank you very much. That is, you know, that is the biggest compliment that I could uh, that I could get because you know I know that you know nobody talks about it right. and uh, you know maybe people like George Lynch are doing documentaries trying to support you know what happens but I you know uh, I I I still haven't found the right song and the right words uh, of the first time that I visited a reservation. That was the most heartbreaking experience in my life because as a as a passionate for Indian American uh, culture, <laughs> I thought it was like a dream place. <laughs> and I got into a reservation in Canada. I was in Alberta, and uh, it just broke my heart. Mm. And uh, that totally changed also my 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 will to tell those things because you know it's it's been the biggest genocide it's been the most horrific treatment that's been done to uh to to people ever in the world it's never been like there's never been something like that and right. um uh you know and, uh, I, I think somebody you know has to do it and uh, i'm grateful that i can that I can do it, and people are, you know, are accepting something that's different, and they're trying to see, you know, a different perspective in philosophy. Because you know, when you talk about Native Americans, nobody says philosophy, but that's some of the 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 deepest and most concrete and 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 beautiful philosophy that's ever been. Uh, uh, lived by 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 you know by by uh, uh, you know by human community. It's uh and it's outstanding how you know it's not out there. And uh, you know you yeah, obviously everybody knows about Wundani and those things and maybe you know those movies like Dancing with the Wolves might have helped. But, you know, but there's so much still to do because, you know, if you think about oppression, it's always about the same stories. We, they never go back to, right. you know, to, the, to the Indian American genocide. Right, right. Yeah, my, um, my father, uh, full-blooded, was, um, he was a member, original member of uh, AIM, which is the American Indian Movement, and he uh, participated in the takeover of Alcatraz in 69. So uh, I'm not sure if you ever heard about that, but um, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah they, my father was Richard Oakes. So he was one of the first people that made it to the island and started that whole thing. Um, but at that time period, my mother, they had left, he had left me when I was two um, and traveled across the country. So uh, I didn't really know him because he died a couple of years after that. But I am in contact. I have a sister I've never met, a half sister. Um, 
So I'm in contact, and, I, and I've, made, I've been to the reservation. My uncle took me to the reservation in upstate New York. And you're right, it is a depressing um, place, you know. Um, and so any kind of music that comes out that promotes um, an awareness is positive as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so hopefully people will hear this in your last album and hopefully the next album. And, you know, maybe maybe it makes a change, you know. You can only hope. Yeah, I mean, in interviews, uh, I've always asked why Seminole? Because, you know, it's, it's not so known as, yeah. you know, the, the Lakota or, you know, the most known nations. Uh, and, uh, you know, and I always refer to the fact that I was living in Florida. And uh, obviously, I had, you know, Seminole, Seminole references everywhere. Mm-hmm. And, um, uh, you know, hopefully we'll, you know, that's my, my, you know, part of the, of my mission with uh, this album, just to, you know, and sometimes people are like, well, but you're from Europe, you're Italian, what, <laughs> how can, can you, can you relate to that? And, uh, you know, so if you think about how many people are into yoga and Buddhism, there are completely out of the Western conception of life and things, why shouldn't we get into the Native American philosophy and culture and religion and love for Mother Nature? Right. And that, in my opinion, that would be the biggest change in human history to go back to such a, you know, a strong and almost stoic uh, link and bond to, to the whole creation. That would that would really make a big difference, but you know, I you know, I, I, I I really hope that I can plant a seed yeah. and you know and ignite uh, the curiosity to know something that's a little beyond our little garden, and hopefully you know my my words will do that. Yeah, I'm sure they I'm sure they will. Um, I definitely. No, they will. Um, so I want to appreciate you for taking the time to do this interview, and um, I will send the links out and all of that. And uh, yeah, if you ever need a Native American guitarist, let me know. <laughs> um, sure, sure. You know. Send me. I don't think I have your email. Just send me an email and just uh, and let's keep in touch. Yeah. Uh, or over over social media and let's keep in touch. And if you're uh, making it to Sweden Rock and we happen to play there, with love to meet you or if I'm uh, where, where are you from I'm on the east coast I'm actually uh, about an hour and a half from Boston Massachusetts I'm in Rhode Island okay. which is in the middle of New York and Boston so I'm in a, a good area it's pretty like 14 degrees Fahrenheit right now but uh, so I'm I'm close to uh, Boston okay mm-hmm. yeah because I'm uh, I'm probably probably doing the New York marathon next next year so oh. I'll be around uh not for work just for for, for fun yeah. so i will have some some downtime and if i happen to be close to your area i would love to meet you yeah definitely definitely i'll, I'll send you uh some links and uh, i'll stay in touch yeah for sure thank you very much right. for the interview and thank you for for liking the album that means the world to me no problem thank you generally always very happy about it so <laughs> i guess that's uh <laughs> That's a blast, and uh, 
I think I, I am very grateful for that. Yeah, it must be um, not difficult, but it must be interesting for the different personalities and different bands and different um, artists that need something. Each one of them needs something different, and you come in and present them with something that fits their their sound and their their mold. I mean, you to do that is is you know, pretty amazing. Um, do you ever find that you you get a, like a block where you can't really uh, you have to take some time to uh, you know go back and kind of rediscover what that artist is really about, or does everything just come smooth for you? Well, you know, it, it, it depends. Sometimes it's very natural. Sometimes I need, you know, some time to let, you know, to let it sit and, uh, and let it sink. And, and I got to, you know, get into the right mood. Mm-hmm. Uh, and, but generally, once I start, I'm, you know, in that mode, and I keep writing until we're done. Uh, there are there are artists that I am very very familiar with also lyrically, so that I know that what what I can write or can't write, so that it's natural for them to to sing about a theme or so. And there are others that I got to do a little bit more more work. Like when I wrote for um, for Sandbomb, it was my first time writing Christian lyrics for Michael Sweet mm-hmm. and uh, that that took me you know a few days to because I wanted to talk about the Revelation book so I had to go back to the Bible and study <laughs> the Revelation book so that it could uh, that I could write lyrics that made sense and could you know stand uh, <clears throat> at the right place for for Michael to sing right, right. Oh, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing um, the album that you're promoting, Edge of Forever uh, band, uh, and the album Seminole, what um, inspired you as far, are you a fan of, uh, or a student of Native American culture? Or yeah, you- yeah, yeah. I, I, I've, been, uh, I've been studying the American, uh, the Native American culture for almost all of my life. I started when I was a kid. I was always inspired by their vision of uh, this great bond that we have with the, the universe and everything that's around us. Uh, I I also have I have a tattoo that says Mitakuyo uh, Yasin, which means all my relations and everything is related. And um, uh, I really liked the respect for the circle of life and the circle of whatever happens in our nature and in the world and Mother Earth. So. Um, yeah, I've, I've always been um, inspired by their uh, deep knowledge of life and the world, and their you know balance and the balance of life. And uh, uh, Seminole basically, uh, yeah, the idea came up because I was living in Florida. I've been living in Florida for three years before the pandemic, and that is the land of the Seminole, and that's how it all started when I started to write the, uh, uh, the album and uh, uh, the Seminole uh, uh, Nation was the example of resilience and resistance against their enemies and they but they also fought for the minorities because they have uh, the slaves coming from the north and uh, uh, so I, I think that was a, a very big lesson to to talk about and to learn from 
for nowadays for the world we're living in because you know if we should really learn from history uh sometimes history is just very close to us and we can just uh see what other uh cultures have done and not just go doing doing repetitions on our mistakes and uh and that's the vehicles you know you know talking about adversities and the way we can face them and challenge our uh you know whatever comes at us because we cannot control that we cannot control what you know the weather weather is going to be what the world is going to say and do to us but we can control the way we react so the album is about talks about you know this uh, seminal warrior that's facing adversities but with uh, great dignity and with uh you know the uh surrendering to the fact that the only thing he can control is the way he faces adversities with uh a positive attitude and uh you know strong uh 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 mindset into turning at it, everything that that comes to us uh into positive yeah very good i mean it's uh my favorite tracks are going to be uh get up on feet again get up your feet again and made it through but i also enjoy very much enjoyed the um seminal ending songs uh especially number 12 even though it was more of a mellow um and at the end you, you have uh almost like a native american flute type of whistle type of thing going on there and uh it, it very much wraps up the whole album but i have a feeling and i have a that it maybe you have more that you want to want to go on do you have like a plans for like a follow-up album to this maybe because it almost seems like a concept album about the seminal yeah, war yeah it's a concept album and uh you know my idea for our next album even if it's just you know you're not in my mind because we're you know obviously with a new album coming up we haven't started working on that but my idea is to uh you know to create a link between especially our um, last album Native Soul with Seminole and then with our next album in uh, creating you know this uh, this message this universal message that you know that that it's basically what religions or philosophies should do to you to make unity between the different cultures because what we see today it's all it's all divided believe in Asian today even more than ever and um and in Asia that's when we're weak and it's always been like that it's when we all get together no matter our culture religion race what whatever you want to want to take it from or if we get together we're strong right and and we could be stronger if we if we learned that unity is the key but it's easier to, it's easier to be divided because you just stick to everybody that that thinking the same way as you think acting the same way as you act and that's easier but you know the the seminal nation really really made something special to me like you know saving those slaves and um, mm-hmm. hiding them in their you know in their land and um and but still fighting 
very proudly and strongly against their enemies and uh, you know and, and taken also defeat with uh, a great dignity even if uh, you know it's uh, it's tough but sometimes your enemy is bigger than yourself and you have to surrender to the fact that you cannot control how big your enemy can be and sometimes it's bigger but that is a metaphor of life you can you know you can use that that metaphor you know for for anything that happens like you know cancer it's going to be you know if it beats you it's it was unfortunately bigger than yourself but if you live it with the dignity and you you love life up to the end and you really are grateful for for being alive until your last breath that's uh that's where the magic of life is it's not about the glamour and you know the success or whatever optional you wanna you wanna find in life the 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 true core of life is just living with dignity every day because we gotta be grateful for being alive and being on this place and trying to make something good out of it it's tough it's tough nowadays it's tougher than than ever before because we live in this world of emptiness and optionals and devices that are you know just taking us away from the real life but uh but it's uh it's something that that we gotta connect to again because you know life is just you know getting up breathing eating getting you know doing something that's good for us and good for the human community and you know get to work that is what it's always been and that it's what it should be today even more than ever because obviously in a world of optionals we can get depressed and get anxiety from losing you know those those benefits that we have and that's what the pandemic really taught us you know we were so used to live in our world of you know traveling all around the world and you know getting connected to anyone and then out of the blue one day after another you know we all fell down and it, it didn't matter if we were if you were Paul McCartney or Alessandro Levecchio our world fell apart and the, the true secret of happiness is you know accepting that it can happen so you got you better be grateful or enjoying what you have when you have it and just live to the to the full and that's the lesson that I hope that I can uh, can I can send to the world and to the universe with uh, our new album Seminole. Right, right. Well I mean it's 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 a very positive and uplifting uh album and your know, philosophy is certainly something that the world needs. I mean we went to uh Sweden Rock in twenty nineteen. Uh, before all this pandemic, and, and I would have loved to have gone last year, but canceled. Uh, this year, probably not going to be able to make it. Um, it's just the pandemic has really thrown everybody into like a, you know, everyone's out. It seems like everything's out of place. Um, so we really need music and people with your type of philosophy to kind of bring people back to together. Everyone's kind of going off the rails. Um, maybe they've been locked away for too long. I don't know. But it just, just seems like there's a lot of um, angst, you know, in the world. You really, yeah. People really need music. They really need live performances. I know that. And I know a lot of bands that are uh, suffering, you know, they're not 
and barely holding on. Um, and even some of the bigger bands, I mean, they're, they're losing money every time they don't play, you know. Uh, so I, you know, do appreciate the fact that you're creating music that brings a positive response rather than a, you know, negative or let's stay divided or, you know. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, uh, when I open social media every day and, you know, I, I, unfortunately I'm, I'm locked as anybody else in this world we need, you know. I don't know if we really need social media, but today for the world we're living in, we need social media, especially musicians. We need, to, we need it because we need to get, you know, closer to our friends and, and, and promote our music to our fans. But when you open uh, social media, the, 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 if you scroll down, it's, it's all negative. Yeah. Every day, it's all about, you know, it, it's, it's very easy to instinctively, instinctively go towards the negative mm -hmm. because it's easier to go, oh, I don't have gigs anymore, my life is done. And, and you know, and, and then the powers above, the, you know, the people that are in the governments and, and that are ruling the world, they want us weak, unfortunately, because that's, it's easier to manipulate division with negative instead of leading with peace, peace and love. I mean, uh, think about Gandhi. I mean, he's been, he's been promoting peace through war all his life, but he never surrendered to accusing, to, you know, getting negative or uh, getting into the same war tactic as his enemies. And that is a big lesson for me for, that everybody should just realize that even if we're, if we wake up in a bad mood and we just talk about how bad the pandemic and the, you know, we can get into any conspiracy, but at the end of the day, our mood only changed our own little life. Right. It didn't change the whole world and it changed our life and our of our family's life and it only made it worse so we might better you know, try to forget about it and just try to do something positive because that's gonna affect at least you know in a positive way and with good intention or little or big community and you know musicians in my opinion have a, have a very high responsibility because our communities are spread and every time we talk we're not just talking to our friends or our family or relations we're talking to a wider audience and we can really shift their their views in a good or bad way and in my opinion we should you know always plant a seed instead of you know fueling a fire right. so i i decided to stay on the other side of the barricade Hopefully it's going to work. We will never know. Well, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm sure. I mean, you probably don't really get our uh, feedback as far as what your music does um, to people to bring th things to their lives. I mean, maybe uh, playing live, you might get that feedback from a fan that comes up. But in general, when musicians release material, they don't really get that feedback. 
you know, this song touched me or this song saved my life or, you know, those things. But I I would imagine that a positive spin on the music, that's that's happening. So you should, um, sorry, um, you should feel, you know, great that you've created music that's positive on the positive side of the barricade rather than the other side. Um, one of the other questions I had for you is, do you, like, even with this, this album, uh, how do you rehearse? For tours, and does everyone live in the same area? I don't think your musicians do. Well, right? we live, yeah, we live like in, a, you know, like 180, 80, 100 miles from each other, so we're very close. And we, when we have gigs, we rehearse in the weeks prior, uh, and uh, also for you know the album and stuff, we always get together. And uh, it's uh, you know I'm very lucky and very grateful that I have great musicians mm-hmm. so close to me and we were able to create such a bond and uh, yeah and hopefully we will, we will be able to tour I mean Europe has become uh, you know a locked place again so we don't know what's gonna happen we have a tour you know we have tours and gigs in line we just gotta wait and see. But uh, in my opinion, as they came, even if they're canceled, they will get back again. So yeah, you know, well, I'm just waiting. I I cannot wait to play these songs live. That's for sure. I think that once things are over uh, with lockdowns and pandemic, I think a lot of the bands that are just kind of waiting to get out there. I think the the amount of music and the amount of energy that's going to come back to you from the audience is going to be probably something we've you know never really experienced um yeah when uh we with edge of forever we had a show in july last year and i couldn't you know i couldn't express my gratitude to be on stage again after a year and a half but also the energy that we got from people it's not just it wasn't just about us being on stage again and be able to be ourselves again it was the joy that we could bring to people and uh, and you know and you know and also we had uh, four shows with Heart Lion in the UK in November and one in Italy and you know that, that it's impossible to describe the exchange of energy that we had because we've been we've been home for two years I mean now it's two years and especially Edge of Forever for Native Soul for our last record we were about to go on tour a week after the lockdowns so we lost those gigs and we had a tour with the Heron Scarab and then we had festivals to play and everything was cancelled we moved everything to 2021 almost sure that we could do it but then it was cancelled again so energy and the love and the passion that went into <laughs> those gigs was yeah. almost impossible to compare to any other concert. Yeah. yeah. I, I, hopefully things will improve and, and maybe you guys will get a chance to tour the States at some point. Um, yeah, would be amazing. You know, we're, we're dying for music here. Um, bands keep canceling and uh, yeah, it's not good, but Hopefully it gets better. Um, before I, I wrap it up, I do want to say that the seminal history that you, you studied uh, touches me because I'm half Native American. Um, oh. Not Seminole, I'm Iroquois. Um, 
So my, my father was full-blooded, and uh, my mother was Italian, but, you know, so I've got, like, the whitest Indian you'll ever meet, but uh, I do have a history, you know, Native American history. So I, I appreciate what you, you say in these lyrics. They touch uh, someone who's, who's Native. Um, Thank you very much. That is, you know, that is the biggest compliment that I could uh, that I could get because you know I know that you know nobody talks about it right. and uh, you know maybe people like George Lynch are doing documentaries trying to support you know what happens but I you know uh, I I I still haven't found the right song and the right words uh, of the first time that I visited a reservation. That was the most heartbreaking experience in my life because as a as a passionate for Indian American uh, culture, <laughs> I thought it was like a dream place. <laughs> and I got into a reservation in Canada. I was in Alberta and uh, it just broke my heart. Mm. And uh, that totally changed also my, my, my will to tell those things because, you know, it's, it's been the biggest genocide. It's been the, the most horrific treatment that's been done to, uh, to, to people ever in the world. It's never been like this. There's never been something like that. And, right. um, uh, you know, and, uh, I, I think somebody, you know, has to do it. And, uh, I'm grateful that I can, that I can do it. And people are, you know, are accepting something that's different. And they're trying to see, you know, a different perspective in philosophy because, you know, when you talk about Native Americans, nobody says philosophy, but that's some of the, the, the deepest and most concrete and, and, and beautiful philosophy that's ever been uh, uh, lived by 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 you know by by uh, you know by human community it's uh and it's outstanding how you know it's not out there and uh, you know you yeah, obviously everybody knows about Wundani and those things and maybe you know those movies like Dancing with the Wolves might have helped but you know but there's so much still to do. Because, you know, if you think about oppression, it's always about the same stories. We, they never go back to, right. you know, to, the, to the Indian American genocide. Right, right. Yeah, my, um, my father, uh, full-blooded, was, um, he was a member, original member of uh, AIM, which is the American Indian Movement. And he uh, participated in the takeover of Alcatraz in 69. Oh. So uh, I'm not sure if you ever heard about that, but... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, my father was Richard Oakes, so he was one of the first people that made it to the island and started that whole thing. Um, but at that time period, my mother, they had left, he had left me when I was two um, and traveled across the country. So uh, I didn't really know him because he died a couple of years after that. But I am in contact. I have a sister I've never met, a half-sister. But I'm in contact, and, I, and I've, made, I've been to the reservation. My uncle took me to the reservation in upstate New York. And you're right. It is a depressing um, place. You know, um, and so any kind of music that 
comes out that promotes um, an awareness is positive as far as I'm concerned. Uh, so hopefully people will hear this in your last album and hopefully the next album. And, you know, maybe maybe it makes a change, you know. You can only hope. Yeah, yeah I mean, in interviews, uh, I've always asked why Seminole? Because, you know, it's, it's not so known as, yeah. you know, the, uh, the Lakota or, you know, the most known nations, uh, and, uh, you know, and I always refer to the fact that I was living in Florida, and uh, obviously I had, you know, Seminole, Seminole references everywhere, and, mm -hmm. um, uh, you know, hopefully we'll, you know, that's my, my you know, part of the, of my mission with uh, this album, just to, you know, and sometimes people are like, well, but you're from Europe, you're Italian, why, <laughs> how can can you can you relate to that? And uh, you know, so if you think about how many people are into yoga and Buddhism, there are completely out of the Western conception of life and things. Why shouldn't we get into the Native American philosophy and culture and religion and love for Mother Nature? Right. And, that, in my opinion, that would be the biggest change in human history to go back to such a, you know, a strong and almost stoic uh, link and bond to to the whole creation. That would that would really make a big difference. But you know, I I I, I really hope that I can plant a seed yeah. and. You know, and ignite uh, the curiosity to know something that's a little beyond our little garden, and hopefully, you know, my, my words will do that. Yeah, I'm sure they. I'm sure they will. Um, I definitely know they will. Um, so Thank I just want much. to appreciate you for taking the time to do this interview, and um, I will send the links out and all of that. And uh, yeah, if you ever need a Native American guitarist, let me know. <laughs> um, sure, sure. You know. Send me. I don't think I have your email. Just send me an email and just uh, and let's keep in touch. Yeah. Uh, or over over social media and let's keep in touch. And if you're uh, making it to Sweden Rock and we happen to play there, I would love to meet you. Or if I'm, uh, where, where are you from? I'm on the East Coast. I'm actually about. Uh, an hour and a half from Boston, Massachusetts. I'm in Rhode Island, okay. which is in the middle of New York and Boston. So I'm in a, a good area. It's pretty like 14 degrees Fahrenheit right now, but uh, so I'm I'm close to uh, Boston. Okay, yeah, because yeah, I'm uh, I'm probably probably doing the New York Marathon next next year, so oh. I'll be around. Uh, not for work, just for just for, for fun. Yeah. So I will have some some downtime. If I happen to be close to your area, I would love to meet you. Yeah, definitely, definitely. I'll I'll send you uh, some links and uh, I'll stay in touch. Yeah, for sure. Thank you very much All for right. the interview and thank you for for liking the album that means the world to me. No problem. Thank you. Generally, always very happy about it. So <laughs> I guess that's uh, that's a blast and. Uh, I think I, I am very grateful for that. Yeah, it must be um, not difficult, but it must be interesting for the different personalities and different bands and different uh, artists that need something. Each one of them needs something different, and you 
come in and present them with something that fits their their sound and their their mode. I mean, you to do that is is you know, pretty amazing. Um, do you ever find that you you get a, like a block where you can't really uh, you have to take some time to uh, you know go back and kind of rediscover what that artist is really about, or does everything just come smooth for you? Well, you know, it, it, it depends. Sometimes it's very natural. Sometimes I need, you know, some time to let, you know, to let it sit and, uh, and let it sink. And, and I got to, you know, get into the right mood. Uh, and, but generally, once I start, I'm, you know, in that mode and I keep writing until we're done. Uh, there, are, there are artists that I am very, very familiar with also lyrically so that i know that what what i can write or can't write so that it's natural for them to to sing about a theme or so and there are others that i gotta do a little bit more more work like when i wrote for um for sandbomb it was my first time writing christian lyrics for michael sweet mm-hmm. and uh that that took me you know few days to because I wanted to talk about the Revelation book so I had to go back to the Bible and study <laughs> the Revelation book so that it could uh, that I could write lyrics that made sense and could you know stand uh, <clears throat> at the right place for for Michael to sing right, right. Oh, it's, it's, it's pretty amazing um, the album that you're, you're promoting Edge of Forever uh, band uh, and the album Seminole. What um, inspired you? As far are you a fan of uh, or a student of Native American culture? Or yeah, you... yeah, yeah. I, I, I've been uh, I've been studying the American uh, the Native American culture for almost all of my life. I started when I was a kid. I was always inspired by their vision of uh, this great bond that we have with. Uh, universe and everything that's around us uh, I I also have I have a tattoo that says uh, which means all my relations and everything is related and um, uh, I really liked the respect for the circle of life and the circle of whatever happens in our nature and in the world and mother earth so um, yeah I, I, I've always been uh, inspired by their uh, deep knowledge of life and the world, and their you know balance and the balance of life. And uh, uh, Seminole basically, yeah, uh, the idea came up because I was living in Florida. I've been living in Florida for three years before the pandemic, and that is the land of the Seminole, and that's how it all started when I started to write. Uh, uh, the album and um, uh, the Seminole uh, uh, Nation was the example of resilience and resistance against their enemies, and they but they also fought for the minorities because they have uh, the slaves coming from the north, and uh, uh, so I, I think that was a, a very big lesson to, to to talk about and to learn from for nowadays, for the world we're living in, because, you know, if we should really learn from history, uh, sometimes history is just very close to us, and we can just uh, see 
what other uh, cultures have done and not just go doing, doing repetitions on our mistakes. And, uh, and that's the main goal of Seminole, you know, talking about adversities and the way we can face them and challenge our, uh, you know, whatever comes at us because we cannot control that. We cannot control what, you know, the weather, weather is going to be, what the world is going to say and do to us, but we can control the way we react. So the album is about, talks about, you know, this uh, Seminole warrior that's facing adversities, but with uh, great dignity and with, uh, you know, the uh, surrendering to the fact that the only thing he can control is the way he faces adversities with uh, a positive attitude and uh, you know, strong uh, 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 mindset into turning everything that, that comes to us. Uh, it's yeah, very good. I mean, it's uh, my favorite tracks are going to be uh, "Get Up on Feet Again," or "Get Up Your Feet Again," and "Made It Through." But I also enjoy, very much enjoy the um, seminal ending songs, uh, especially number twelve. Even though it was more of a, a mellow, um, and at the end you, you have uh, almost like a Native American flute type of whistle type of thing going on there, and. Uh, it very much wraps up the whole album, but I have a feeling, and I have a that it, maybe you have more that you want to want to go on. Do you have like a plans for like a follow up album to this? Maybe because it almost seems like a concept album about the seminal yeah, war. It's a, yeah, it's a concept album, and uh, you know my idea for our next album, even if it's just you know in, our, in my mind, because we're you know obviously. We, a new album coming up, we haven't started working on that, but my idea is to, uh, you know, to, to create a link between, especially our uh, last album, Native Soul, with Seminole, and then with our next album, in uh, creating, you know, this, uh, this message, this universal message that, you know, that that it's basically what religions or philosophies should do to to make unity between the different cultures. Because mm -hmm. what we see today, it's all it's all divided. Believe in religion today, even more than ever. And um, and in Indonesian, that's when we're weak. And it's always been like that. It's when we all get together, no matter our culture, religion, race, what, whatever you want to want to take it from, or if we get together, we're strong. Right. And, and we could be stronger if we if we learned that unity is the key. But it's easier to, it's easier to be divided because you just stick to everybody that that thinking the same way as you think, acting the same way as you act. And that's easier, but you know the the Seminole Nation really, really made something special to me. Like you know, saving those slaves and um, hiding them in their you know in their land, and um, and but still fighting very proudly and strongly against their enemies, and uh, you know, and and taking also defeat with uh, a great dignity, even if. 
uh, you know, it's uh, it's tough. But sometimes your enemy is bigger than yourself, and you have to surrender to the fact that you cannot control how big your enemy can be, and sometimes it's bigger. But that is a metaphor of life. You can, you know, you can use that that metaphor, you know, for for anything that happens, like you know, cancer. It's gonna be, you know, if it beats you, it's it was unfortunately bigger than yourself. But if you live it with the dignity and you you love life up to the end and you really are grateful for for being alive until your last breath that's uh that's where the magic of life is it's not about the glamour and you know the success or whatever optional you wanna you wanna find in life the the true core of life is just living with dignity every day because we've got to be grateful for being alive and being on this place and trying to make something good out of it. It's tough. It's tough nowadays. It's tougher than, than ever before because we live in this world of emptiness and optionals and devices that are, you know, just taking us away from the real life. But, uh, but it's, uh, it's something that, that, gotta connect to again because you know life is just you know getting up breathing eating getting you know doing something that's good for us and good for the human community and you know get to work that is what it's always been and that it's what it should be today even more than ever because obviously in the world of optionals we can get depressed and get anxiety from losing you know, those those benefits that we have. And that's what the pandemic really taught us. You know, we were so used to live in our world of, you know, traveling all around the world and, you know, getting connected to anyone. And then out of the blue, one day after another, you know, we all fell down. And it, it didn't matter if you were, if you were Paul McCartney or Alessandro Levecchio, your, our world fell apart. And the, the true secret of happiness is, you know, accepting that it can happen. So you got, you better be grateful or enjoying what you have when you have it, and just live to the to the full. And that's the lesson that I hope that I can uh, can I can send to the world and to the universe with uh, our new album, Seminole. Right, right. Well, I mean, it's it's, it's a very positive and up. up lifting uh, album and your know, philosophy is certainly something that the world needs. I mean, we went to uh, Sweden Rock in 2019 uh, before all this pandemic and, and I would have loved to have gone last year, but canceled. Uh, this year, probably not going to be able to make it. Um, it's just the pandemic has really thrown everybody into like a, you know, everyone's office. It seems like everything's out of place. Um, so we really need music and people with your type of philosophy to kind of bring people back to together. Everyone's kind of going off the rails. Um, maybe they've been locked away for too long. I don't know. But it just, just seems like there's a lot of um, angst, you know, in the world. You really, yeah. people really need music. They really need live performances. I know that. And I know a lot of bands that are uh, suffering, you know, they're not they're barely holding on. Um, and even some of the bigger bands, I mean, they're, they're losing money every time they don't play, you know. Uh, so it's 
So I you know, do appreciate the fact that you're creating music that brings a positive response rather than a you know, negative or let's stay divided or, you know. Yeah, yeah, because, you know, uh, when I open social media every day and, you know, I, I, unfortunately I'm, I'm locked as anybody else in this world we need. I don't know if we really need social media, but today, for the world we're living in, we need social media, especially musicians. We need, to, we need it because we need to get you know, closer to our friends and, and, and promote our music to our fans. But when you open uh, social media, the, 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 if you scroll down, it's, it's all negative. Yeah. Every day, it's all about, you know, if very easy to instinctively, instinctively go towards the negative mm -hmm. because it's easier to go. Oh, I don't have gigs anymore. My life is done, and and you know, and and then the powers above, the you know, the people that are in the governments and and they're are ruling the world. They want us weak, unfortunately. Because that's, it's easier to manipulate division with negative instead of leading with peace, peace and love. I mean, uh, think about Gandhi. I mean, he's been, he's been promoting peace through war all his life, but he never surrendered to accusing, to you know, getting negative or uh, getting to the same war tactic as his enemies. And that is a big lesson for me for, that everybody should just realize that even if we're, if we wake up in a bad mood and we just talk about how bad the pandemic and the, you know, we can get into any conspiracy, but at the end of the day, our mood only changed our own little life. Right. It didn't change the whole world, and it changed our life and our uh, our family's life, and it only made it worse. So we might better you know, try to forget about it and just try to do something positive because that's gonna affect at least you know in a positive way and with good intention our little or big community. And you know, musicians, in my opinion, have a have a very high responsibility because our communities are spread. And every time we talk, we're not just talking to our friends or our family or relations. We're talking to a wider audience, and we can really shift their their views in a good or bad way. And in my opinion, we should you know always plant a seed. Instead of you know fueling a fire, right. so I, I decided to stay on the other side of the barricade. Hopefully it's gonna work. We will never know. Well, I mean, I'm, uh, I'm sure. I mean, you probably don't really get our uh, feedback as far as what your music does um, to people to bring th things to their lives. I mean, maybe uh, playing live, you might get that feedback from a fan that comes up. But in general, when musicians release material, they don't really get that feedback. You know, this song touched me, or this song saved my life, or you know those things. But I, I would imagine that 
a positive spin on the music. That's that's happening. So you should um, sorry. Um, you should feel you know great that you've created music that's positive on the positive side of the barricade rather than the other side. Um, one of the other questions I had for you is, do you like even with this this album, uh, how do you rehearse for a tour? Is you, you, does everyone live in the same area? I don't think your musicians do. Well, right? miles from each other so we're very close and we when we have gigs we rehearse in the weeks prior uh, and uh, also for you know the album and stuff we always get together and uh, it's uh, you know I'm very lucky and very grateful that I have great musicians mm-hmm. so close to me and we were able to create such a bond and uh, yeah and hopefully we will we will be able to tour. I mean, Europe has become, uh, you know, a locked place again. So yeah. we don't know what's going to happen. We have a tour. You know, we have tours and gigs in line. We just got to wait and see. But uh, in my opinion, as they came, even if they're canceled, they will get back again. So yeah, you know, I'm just waiting. I, I cannot wait to play these songs live. That's for sure. I think that once things are over, uh, with lockdowns and pandemic, I think a lot of the bands that are just kind of waiting to get out there. I think the, the amount of music and the amount of energy that's going to come back to you from the audience is going to be probably something we've you know never really experienced. Um, yeah, when people, uh, we with Edge of Forever, we had a show in July last year, and I couldn't you know I couldn't express my gratitude to be on stage again after a year and a half. Yeah. But also the energy that we got from people. It's not just it wasn't just about us being on stage again and be able to be ourselves again. It was the joy that we could bring to people. And uh, and you know and you know and also we had uh, four shows with Heart Lion in the UK in November and one in Italy. And you know that, that it's impossible to describe. The exchange of energy that we had, because we've been we've been home for two years. I mean, now it's two years, and especially Edge of Forever for Native Soul for our last record, we were about to go on tour a week after the lockdowns. So we lost those gigs, and we had a tour with the Hand Scare, and then we had festivals to play. Everything was canceled. We moved everything to 2021 almost sure that we could do it but then it was cancelled again so the energy and the love and the passion that went into <laughs> those gigs was yeah. almost impossible to compare to any other concert yeah, yeah. I, I hopefully things will improve and, and maybe you guys will get a chance to tour the states at some point um, yeah, would be amazing. you know we're we're dying for music here um Bands keep canceling, and uh, yeah, it's not good, but hopefully it gets better. Um, before I, I wrap it up, I do want to say that the seminal history that you, you studied uh, touches me because I'm half Native American. Um, not Seminole, I'm Iroquois. Um, so my, my father was full blooded, and um, I know it was 
Italian, but you know, so I've got I'm like the whitest Indian you'll ever meet, but uh, I do have a history, you know, Native American history. So I, I appreciate what you, you say in these lyrics. They touch uh, someone who's, who's Native. Um, Thank you very much. That is, you know, that is the biggest compliment that I could uh, that I could get because you know I know that you know nobody talks about it, right. and uh, you know maybe people like George Lynch are doing documentaries trying to support you know what happens. But I you know uh, I I I still haven't found the right song and the right words uh, of the first time that I visited a reservation. That was the most heartbreaking experience in my life because as a as a passionate for Indian American uh, culture, <laughs> I thought it was like a dream place. <laughs> and I got into a reservation in Canada. I was in Alberta and uh, it just broke my heart. Mm. And uh, that totally changed also my, my, my will to tell those things because, you know, it's, it's been the biggest genocide. It's been the, most horrific treatment that's been done to, uh, to to people ever in the world. It's never been like that. There's never been something like that. And right. um, uh, you know, and, uh, I I think somebody you know has to do it, and uh, I'm grateful that I can that I can do it. And people are you know are accepting something that's different. And they're trying to see, you know, a different perspective in philosophy because, you know, when you talk about Native Americans, nobody says philosophy, but that's some of the, the, the deepest and most concrete and, and, and beautiful philosophy that's ever been uh, uh, lived by 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 you know by by uh, uh, you know by human community it's uh and it's outstanding how you know it's not out there and uh, you know you yeah, obviously everybody knows about Wundani and those things and maybe you know those movies like Dancing with the Wolves might have helped but you know but there's so much still to do. Because, you know, if you think about oppression, it's always about the same stories. We, they never go back to, right. you know, to, the, to the Indian American genocide. Right, right. Yeah, my, um, my father, uh, full-blooded, was, um, he was a member, original member of uh, AIM, which is the American Indian Movement. And he uh, participated in the takeover of Alcatraz in 69. Oh. So wow. uh, I'm not sure if you ever heard about that, but... Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they, my father was Richard Oaks, so he was one of the first people that made it to the island and started that whole thing. Um, but at that time period, my mother, they had left, he had left me when I was two um, and traveled across the country. So uh, I don't really know him because he died a couple of years after that. But I am in contact. I have a sister I've never met, a half-sister. But I'm in contact, and, I, and I've, made, I've been to the reservation. My uncle took me to the reservation in upstate New York. And you're right. It is a depressing um, place, you know. Um, and so any kind of music that comes out that promotes um, an awareness is positive as far as I'm concerned. 
Um, so hopefully people will hear this in your last album and hopefully the next album. And, you know, maybe maybe it makes a change, you know. You can only hope. Yeah, I mean, in interviews, uh, I've always asked why Seminole, because, you know, it's, it's not so known as, yeah. you know, the, uh, the Lakota or, you know, the most known nations. Uh, and, uh, you know, and I always refer to the fact that I was living in Florida, and uh, obviously I had, you know, Seminole, Seminole references everywhere. Mm -hmm. And, uh, uh, you know, hopefully we'll, you know, that's my my you know part of the of my mission with uh, this album just to you know and sometimes people are like well but you're from Europe you're Italian why <laughs> how can can you can you relate to that and uh, you know so if you think about how many people are into yoga and Buddhism there are completely out of the Western conception of life and things, why shouldn't we get into the Native American philosophy and culture and religion and love for Mother Nature? Right. And that, in my opinion, that would be the biggest change in human history, to go back to such a, you know, a strong and almost stoic uh, link and bond to, to the whole creation. That would that would really make a big difference, but you know, I I I, I really hope that I can plant a seed yeah. and you know and ignite uh, the curiosity to know something that's a little beyond our little garden, and hopefully you know my my words will do that. Yeah, I'm sure they I'm sure they will. Um, I definitely. No, they will. Um, so I want to appreciate you for taking the time to do this interview, and um, I will send the links out and all of that. And uh, yeah, if you ever need a Native American guitarist, let me know. <laughs> um, sure, sure. You know. Send me. I don't think I have your email. Just send me an email and just uh, and let's keep in touch. Yeah. Uh, or over over social media and let's keep in touch. And if you're uh, making it to Sweden Rock and we happen to play there, with love to meet you or if I'm uh, wh where are you from I'm on the east coast I'm actually uh, about an hour and a half from Boston Massachusetts I'm in Rhode Island okay. which is in the middle of New York and Boston so I'm in a, a good area it's pretty like 14 degrees Fahrenheit right now but uh, so I'm I'm close to uh, Boston okay you know. yeah because I'm uh, I'm probably probably doing the New York marathon next next year so oh. I'll be around uh not for work just for for, for fun yeah. so i will have some some downtime and if i happen to be close to your area i would love to meet you yeah definitely definitely i'll, I'll send you uh some links and uh, i'll stay in touch yeah for sure thank you very much right. for the interview and thank you for for liking the album that means the word to me no problem thank you